Welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Well, you Welcome. know what? Ed went from fan number one to basically my least favorite person that ever listens to the show now. Ever. He, he, he's bragging on Jurassic Park, one <laughs> of my favorite movies of all time. Disparage. That's ridiculous, Ed. I think that's That called... is ridiculous. Is it? Yeah, disparage is the right word. I'm, I'm done with you, Ed. No longer friends. Welcome back, Ed. I'm happy to see you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Ed. Glad to see you. No, Ed. No, we just... All right, so Kevin's asking about the studio setup. We actually oh. just flipped the table around. Yeah. We're trying something we're just out. On, yeah, yeah, we're, we're just on in, the other side of the room. We're in a new place. Oh, hey, you know what we could do? Hold on. You stay there. I'll stay here. Kevin just asked if anybody can tell what this is. First one on the live stream who can get this thing will win a prize. It's, it's probably popcorn. <laughs> so that's good, all we got. It's good popcorn, huh? It's good. It's courtesy, courtesy of Luke Laga. So welcome to the show. My name's Chad. My name's Kevin. And you bet your ass it's a sauna. Do you prefer the the moist heat or the the dry heat? Like so, at, at the gym I go to now, <laughs> it's got both. Ooh, have you tried both? Um, yeah. So this is going to be this is infrared. So it's you know it's gonna I'm gonna microwave people dry. Um, this is what I'll say. I've I've experienced more of the the wet saunas. Mm-hmm. Um. And I love them, but I think I get, I feel better after the infrared. Really? Yeah. Mm. I feel like there's like, I'm, I'm getting like deep down in my innards of like getting rid of the bad. I might have to try it when it's all oh, said. That. I can't wait. I'm going to be. Maybe in we'll do a show from the infrared. Oh, can we do that? Absolutely. What's can. the, what's the longest time you can stay in an infrared? Oh, who, who cares? Let's just let's test it. We'll melt it. We'll melt change, it down. We'll, we'll change. We'll change the effects of it. We'll change how hot it can get us. This just in: two podcasters <laughs> deceased. That's fine. If if we go down podcasting, it's a good way to go. In the dry in the infrared sauna. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna die somewhere, you might as well die in a sauna in complete bliss, passing out from the heat. I don't oh. know. It, so the other thing I feel when I get out of an infrared. Um, I keep, I, th- I feel like I keep sweating. Regular wet, wet saunas, as soon as I like get out of there, maybe take a shower, like I'm kind of done. When I'm, when I'm an infrared, it's like, whew, man. Usually when I'm out of a sauna, I go straight to the shower, so. That's what I'm saying. Then you get out of the shower and you're still, you're still sweating. Sweaty balls. Yeah. Got these sweaty sh- balls. Uh, how you doing? Things are good. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot things coming are, up. Things are things, you know. Um, planning for a baby. Planning for a new rehab fitness facility. Still running a clinic. Trying to treat humans on the side. Um, yeah. Try to stay sane as well. Juggle, 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 juggle. I feel... It's the name of the game for athletic trainers. This is what I'll say. Um, I feel more busy now than I ever did in my traditional setting of professional baseball. Sure. I, and 
it's a different busy because there's a lot of things to handle in different spots. Um, I dare I dare I say it? Dare. I miss I miss a little bit of the going to work. Everything is hectic at work, and then just coming home. Um, I wouldn't give it up for the world right now, but because I love it, and I think actually I've been getting some calls. I've been getting some calls from some of our listeners that want to, you know, explore the world yep. outside of the traditional setting. Well, we got an email today. Fun. We, we got, did. Yeah. 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 And then I got, I had a call with a young man, very intelligent young man that is uh, <laughs> running a wellness like center of, um, and he's adding athletic training basically to a, it's like baseball, softball, like all in one kind of like fitness facility. Sure. But they're, they want an in-house athletic trainer but they want it to be all inclusive wellness right talk about nutrition talk about this they see the benefit of an athletic trainer at their place yeah and it's so cool it's, it's probably it. my favorite thing about athletic training is the versatility um it's it's amazing i think the word is spreading and i hope this podcast has just even a fraction of a percentage of why that why that's spreading yeah I hope so too. How do you like your shirt? I love it. It's a good shirt. It's a nice shirt. That one turned out better than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Get yourself one at the website, CandidateFATraining.com. I went a little old school. You love, you do well with the three quarters. I do three quarters all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, whenever I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, I end up. Tan lines. Oh God. I got such a, I got sunburn right here. Remember that? Remember that FMK? That was like one of the, that was one of the two or three like FMKs where it just stuck oh, with you. We have one of those. We have one of those tonight. You don't know what it is, oh, but nice. Talk about OG. Like this is why we do this podcast. <laughs> it's tan lines. It's the cooler sizes. Uh, I think tonight might rival it though. I actually came up with it. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, I even named it the FMK. Oh, so. Can I? No, okay. we're, we're gonna just we're gonna save it. Okay. We have a, a yeah, a fun FMK. We're gonna we're gonna do some comic book characters for a fictional athletic trainer. Do some Marvel. We'll do some Marvel tonight. Uh, Get we back have on the Marvel train. We have an interesting top five, which will lead into some discussions about um, I'm on a protocols. Date. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, fine. It'll true. be interesting. It was just kind of the, the the nature of athletic training. So I'm on a little DC kick right now, actually. Are you? Yeah, because I'm trying to finish Arrow. Oh yeah, that's right. So I'm. I've been every episode I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I got to look into this character. Oh, I, I got to look into this character. I just saw the trailer, uh, for the new Black Adam. I so did I. I went to go see Jurassic World. Ed, oh, did the um did the trailer for for the Black Adam come out or no? Yeah. Nice. Um, What'd you think? Are you excited for it? Not really. No. No. I'm. I, it either a bad trailer or there's something, something that, that didn't make me go. I need to see that movie. Here's the problem that they're gonna have with the movie, in yeah. my opinion. The okay. Rock is so badass in all of his roles. Like, how yep. do you have a villain that can rival him? Uh, like true. comic book movies. We've said this before. Comic book movies are made with good villains. Yes. They Thanos are. made. Thanos made the Avengers yep. better. 
100%. Because you were like, oh my God, they really need to do something here. Yeah. Iron Man 3. Do you think there's anyone? Iron Man 3, horrible. Bad villain. Yeah. (laughs) I want to go, yeah, we could rank all the villains. We'll we'll do that on our other show. Mm -hmm. We we totally need to do that one. Um, We need to get back to doing some villains for fat, though. I just don't see like a, a villain that will rival the rock and you're like, Oh my God, the rock's going to fail. I think the other thing is I don't know anything about black Adam. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. That's true. I, but that's how I am with a lot of it. Like, well, we're enter we're entering a, a world of comic books as movies that I'm running out of like, Oh, that's the connection there. Yeah. And because there's nothing bad with that. I think, you know, there's plenty of people that had no idea who Iron Man was. And I've even self-proclaimed, like, I never read an Iron Man comic book, yeah. but I knew who he was. Yeah, all the mainstream ones have been used, so now they have to go to the more obscure ones because look at the success they had with, like, Gardens of the Galaxy. Nobody had it, heard of them, and then all of a sudden they're like, this is a great movie. Now we have to yep. do every character that was ever created. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, I also saw the Thor Love and Thunder trailer before Jurassic World. I am disappointed with it. Me too. I'm just like, oh my I, God, I, it's just they're trying too hard to recreate... I mean, I'll see it. I'm guarantee I see. It. I love. I think Thor well, is Thor is in my top four favorite characters. I love him. Um, my wife wants to see it because apparently he's naked in it. There's a pic- There's a picture going around of him naked in the movie, and she said, "Well, I guess I'm seeing that movie." Um, and there's a. I. Sw- it looked like I don't know what trailer you've seen, but there's like a training monta- montage. Yeah, like where, him, where him he's going doing from, battle ropes with yeah. like massive chains. I've seen that. Yeah, um, Abby I'm a said, little, "Hell I'm a little yes, excited he's butt-ass naked." That. Yeah. I'm a little excited about the training montage, and I hope at some point he pulls out some kind of Rocky moves. If they, yeah, if they can, particularly because Sylvester Stallone isn't like he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe, and I think he's going to be in this movie because they tie in Guardians of the Galaxy so much. If they don't do a little Rocky montage, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. I mean, is there a better training sequence than... Best training sequences? Rocky it's... 4? Rocky 4. Rocky 4 is... Creed. I thought I, Creed, Creed was pretty the good. The original Creed is really good. Are there anything else? I mean, we could do a Mount, we could do a Mount Rushmore of training sequences. I'd have to think for We'd have to do it. We'll do that on, we'll, we'll just, maybe we'll do that sure. on our, our other show. Which you all will have to tune into when we create it. <laughs> Tra- all right, I'm going to actually put it, it training montages. Um, um, what the hell? I'm I can't think of a word. Uh, we'll get to it. Um, what do we got? I don't know. So Ab- Abby's talking about how he's going to be butt ass naked. Dylan talk is talking about how he's not attractive. Oh, I mean, it's got good pecs. It's got good pecs. You're not watching Stranger Things, right? We talked about it last week. I've never seen an episode of Stranger Things. It it, it is on the list. I think I'll I'll binge it at some point. What's next at once I finish Arrow? Um I must. I must finish Peaky Blinders. Okay. Um that that's is, one I haven't got into. That is in my oh. dare I say it, Mount Rushmore of TV shows. Wow. That has everything I want on a TV show. What is that? What do you want? Um, no filler episodes. Like zero. We don't know who they were. None. Um, had no idea. 
the the characters in there are like like complex but yet absolute badass um hits me a little like you know back i mean i'm not my family's not from um england but i i enjoy old timey england ireland like in the isles like just that True. that era of the world around like world war 1 and world war 2 mm. see for um, me it's med- medieval oh i love that too i really do yeah. um how uh, many seasons of peaky blinders i can't there? this is going to be the 6th wow um, killian murphy right right murphy am i saying that wrong is that the actor killian he still, yeah, it's still, it's CIA or whatever, whatever. When you whatever. say Killian, the only one I know of. I'm pretty of, sure it's Killian, though. The only Killian I know was the one from um, Iron Man. Oh. Right, wasn't that character's name in Iron Man? Killian? Yeah. He, um, I think it's pronounced Killian. If anybody knows, I mean, tell me. But I think he is incredibly underrated as an, as an actor. He, 28 Days Later... You remember that? No, nope. he was in that. Um, twenty-eight days later. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about twenty-eight. No, no, one of the, one of the original like kind of zombie apocalypse. Oh, I don't movies. do any zombie oh, shit. That's right. I just zombie things don't intrigue yeah. me. So, the only zombie show movie I've ever seen is I Am Legend. Oh, that's, uh, that's be the only one. The only one I would consider yeah. a zombie thing where I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. Um, Scarecrow. Scarecrow from Batman Begins. Oh, gotcha. That guy. Yeah. Just an, an absolute phenomenal actor. And his role in, in Peaky Blinders is just fantastic. Definitely, it's going on my Mount Rushmore. All right. All right. I might have to check it out. I mean, I got a lot of things I want to watch too. Oh, yeah. There's so much. Um. All right. Well, we got a fun show. Agreed, Abby. But I, I powered through. I know I'm. I gotta go back to the Flash. I, I'm probably through uh, Arrow season five. Probably the same with the Flash. Halfway through, they lost me when they started doing like the crossover episodes. Too many crossovers. I agree. and so they every year they do a crossover between yeah. uh, Crisis Flash, and Infinite yep. Earth and Flash, Arrow, and uh, Supergirl and DC Legends, and then there and so the, the bat- only what you do. Is which if you just want to watch Arrow, you just look up on Wikipedia and you can see what's happening. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth going back because it 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 plays no relevance to the rest of the storyline. Yeah, they it's like basically a filler episode in the middle of the year, and then they go back to the normal storyline. I, I agree. Um, okay. I mean, do we have any? We really kind of hit a whole lot of nothing. It's just gonna be a fun show. Well, you know, we should probably oh, probably thank some people. Thank some people, like the folks over at Healthy Roster, Dan and the whole clan over there at Healthy Roster. Are we're so thankful for you to be on board with the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. You are the official official sponsor of the Canada Athletic Training I th- Podcast. I think that's the longest we've ever gone without mentioning Healthy Roster. Oh, we totally. Were Sixteen, fifteen minutes plus in. <laughs> And not a healthy roster sighting. That's so what I'll say. So. If you need any help at, you know, upgrading, changing, and or maybe you just you want you want something new in your life, get yourself a new EMR. Get yourself the best EMR on the on the market. Go to Healthy Roster. Talk to everybody over there. I've said it a thousand times. They even employ athletic trainers to make your job easier on the other end. 
Are they still hiring? I wonder if they're still hiring. I don't know. We check can, it out. We can, check out their website. Check out their Twitters. Um, I bet they might still be looking for some athletic trainers. Yeah. Maybe you want to get off the sidelines and maybe you want to help other athletic trainers with their EMR and give them access to the best EMR in the world. I thought of the word I couldn't think of before, so I had to write the it word? down. Remember I said, oh, I can't think of a word. Yeah. You were, I thought of it. That's okay, I wrote cool. it down. The other folks we have to thank because um, I'm hoping here that we, we even – Gain more of a relationship with them, but the the smart tools, folks. Smart right? tools. Yeah, I just we just talked to Nick. He's going to come on the show. What? He's going to come on one of these Mondays and kind of just give the lay of the the smart tools world. So is he, is look he forward get, to that. Is he ready to FMK some shit? No, I don't think he has any idea what he's in for. <laughs> so, but smarttools.com. Um, go check him out. Candid ten. Get yourself ten percent off anything over there. All right. Smart tools, BFR, instrument-assisted stuff. Yeah. And they're going to be putting on some CEUs, and that's interesting. Yep. Because I wonder if they're going to partner with the Candid guys to do some CEUs. Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah, and I mean, while you're at it, if you're thinking about CEUs, now is the time for most of you. You have some downtime. You can take those courses you always wanted to. Don't forget you get a hundred – what is the – Master dry needling, seventy five dollars off. Seventy five off master dry needling. Yep. You got MedBridge, hundred and seventy five dollars off. hundred and seventy five. I just got a, a text, a picture uh-huh. from our friend Scott, who uh, is one of the master dry needling uh, presenters, teachers. Yeah. He goes around the country. I just got a random text from him last weekend where he sent uh, a picture of our friend Nate Marsh. Nice. Um, <laughs> Where is at, he? at his clinic. So Nate used the doing, Nate? Nate used the discount that a baby Nate. to get himself some dry needling. Uh, I think we still have a, a MedBridge discount right now. So oh, yeah. there's lots of things you can save on by just listening to us. So needling people's fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice tool to have in your box. Oh, Dylan's getting dry needling certified next oh, week. Prepare to be sore for that over there, Dylan. It's yeah. a it's a weekend of people poking you. A lot of a lot of poking, a lot of just just people doing this for a whole weekend, just a lot lot Sore. of poking. Sore. <laughs> you remember when we looked at each other on the last day? Like, if you stick me with yeah. a needle one more time, punch you in the mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You got anything else, or should we hit have some fun? Let's move. All right. For some reason, uh, you saw Top Gun, right? No. Oh, you didn't? The new one? No. I thought you went and saw it. No, uh, my college friends did. Okay. We, Julie and I watched the original yeah. at the house, but we did not. Okay. Yeah, I, I need to. Oh, I need a somewhere carve time to go see that. Yeah, right before uh, a kid. Yeah. Need to, need to do something before the kid. Right. Something fun and exciting, and that gets my juices flowing. Makes me want to just scream, I need, I, I got, I got a need. I got I got a need. Need for speed. Um. All right, Kev. Yeah. Where do you want to start tonight's show? You know what? We haven't. Let's start with top five. Okay. Let's, let's do top five. Yeah. All right. Let's talk athletic training here. What? <clears throat> this is going to be a very interesting one. Kevin, we asked a hundred athletic trainers. How many times have you asked? The opposing athletic trainer to borrow something. So you're at a match, 
a game, whatever. Yeah. You're standing across the sideline, the court, the field, the whatever. And this is assuming that there's a second athletic trainer there. Um, have you ever had to ask them, hey, do you have this? Do you have something? I'm out. Oh, so I need something right now, and so I don't many, have it. So, so many times. How many times in your life have you had to do that? Um, in my life. Yeah. Um, real quick before I move on, Ed, Ed, he climbed the ranks again. He loves Peaky Blinders, so me and Ed are cool now. Um, so, personally, personally, it was usually... It, oh God! In my minor league days, it definitely happened a decent amount because I would usually run out of something, and that and that was the that was the problem. Um, in the big league days, it was like if we were gonna about to run out of something, we would just order it and have it like overnight shipped right to where we were, so we never ran out of anything. It was ridiculous. Uh, the good life. But what I'm gonna say, number one. How many times have you borrowed from the other opposing athletic trainer? Number one, one, one time, one time in my life I've done it. Number two, Kevin, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna yeah. let you in on a little secret here. A, you've never done it. This, no, <laughs> that's that's not a secret because we know I have. You're a, you're a virgin to. I think this is going to be your best opportunity. Yeah. To go five for five. Really? Yeah. Okay. I know. I feel like now the pressure's on. Now the pressure's on. So I I just want you to know. I feel good about your answers here today. Number two, ten times, ten times in my life. I I feel like I got that one wrong. Number three, um, every time, every day, I got to borrow something from somebody. Number four, too many times. I feel like everybody's going to say that. And number five, I was going to say three, but now I'm going to change my answer to sixty-nine. Oh. Okay. Did did I go one for five? I, what were your answers? <laughs> Give me the answers again. One, ten. Every time. Too many times. 69. Yeah, you got one. <laughs> I literally, literally thought, thought I was going to go five for five. I did. All right. What are the answers? Okay. Uh, we had, well, we have a top six because there was a tie. Okay. Ow. Oh, man. My shoulder needs a crack. Uh Oh. I take that back. We have a top five. Okay. In fifth place, 11 people said three times in their career they had to borrow something. Three. I, I had that, and I took it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two for five. I'll give it to you. In fourth place, 12 people said zero. Never. I have never borrowed anything from anybody else. Never. Zero times. That sounds like Chad. Chad would just figure it out. No, I've already in episode like one or two admitted <laughs> that I left my kit in the hotel, <laughs> got on the bus without the kit, got to your stadium and said, Kevin, I got nothing yeah. with me. And I didn't need it. I didn't, I needed like massage lotion yeah. before the, I did a what few massages before. Yeah. You don't need anything. It's baseball players. Yeah. Stretch them out. Could not believe it. All right. We had a tie for second place. 14 athletic trainers. Said two, and fourteen athletic trainers said one. So do you see? So far, we have zero, we have one, we have two, and we have three. All right, we're 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 trending, we're trending in a direction. So, okay, first place, twenty-two people. <laughs> what do you think they said? Sixty-nine. No, they said five. What? Come on. So, 
<laughs> if my math is correct here. So I got one. I got one. The one. 70. It's 22 plus 28 is 50. 62. 73 out of 100 people have done it five or less. And there's two that said four. So 75. Three out of every four athletic trainers have done it less than five times in their career. Borrowed something. That's incredible to me. That is incredible. So what does that mean? And this is what this is where the fun discussion happens. So yeah. three out of four athletic trainers. This is science. This is stats. This science. is evidence based science. This is evidence based athletic training here. You got it. The candidate athletic training. Three out of four people have have used have had to borrow something less than five times in their career, which means one either we pack too much, mm-hmm. we overestimate what we think we need. So, Two, we yep. can get by without it. Yep. Or three, I forgot where I was going with it. There, I had a third. I had a third point, but um, well, whatever it was, all of the above. Yeah. D D is all the above. Yeah. Um. I I usually would try, and just get away with something else. I we would can always, makeshift something. I would, al- I would always try that first, and if it if I couldn't get that done, I would then ask. And just, that's about I, it. Yeah. I mean, even... It, it was usually something stupid, right? Like, it wasn't... Like you forgot... Here, here it is. Here it you is. Forgot to, you forgot to, like, pack, like, you're elastic going, wrap. Or you're going on a... You're going on a week... At the college setting, it's usually weekends. Yeah, we You're going away for series. a weekend. You're coming back. Yep. Somebody gets hurt. You feel like you need to put them in a knee brace. Uh-huh. They can't wait 24 hours to get a knee brace. Like... Mm. Mm, no that one, knee sleeve, no that neoprene knee need sleeve, that, that you sleeve. you need it on immediately, immediately, or it's going to set them back for mm-hmm. how long? Otherwise, my knee is going to explode. But if I have that knee knee sleeve on, I'm fine. I'm fine. So sometimes I feel like it's overkill. Um. Yeah. Totally. It. You know what I would actually you saying like a massage lotion or something like that. Yeah. That you're like I need to work on some skin. And I have nothing to create a barrier of glide. I think I need something. And I'm not gonna use snot. And so I, I asked I asked over to the to my opposing athletic trainer, you got any extra lube over there? Cause I'm in need. Right? Yeah. And that, that's a good one. That's actually like something that I, I don't I don't you really can't think, makeshift. Yeah, I'm not gonna find some Aloe vera pants yeah, on the right? sideline. I'm not going to makeshift any kind of like massage cream around here. Um, or like a rant. I don't know. Even like we were talking about it yesterday, or not yesterday, last uh, podcast. What if you ran out of Band-Aids, right? You would just, you'd make a Band-Aid some other way. You, yeah, you'd take some non-adhesive. <laughs> Telfa, yeah. you get some gauze, you, you tape it on there. You just figure it out. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to think of like the last thing or at least like the one that was like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot this. I need this. You know, I, I think some people have said, oh, pre-wrap, I would forget to, you know, you go through it the weekend before and you forget to restock your kit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a medicine. Sometimes it's, there oh, you, go. you know what? I need some Pepto. Do you have any Pepto yeah. or whatever? Or yeah, my or my... My first baseman took my took the Pepto out of my kit to take back to the hotel room, and now we don't have it at the ballpark. Sure. Can I borrow some something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that would be that would be a good case. 
Um, so stop packing so much. You don't need it. Yeah, stop packing so much. It's probably a bad, I guess, always be prepared. I know. So we we were very adamant about stocking the visiting athletic training room with a bunch of crap. Like When you I, say a bunch of crap, you mean like give them the leftovers that nobody wants? I'm um, just making sure they have. I no, mean, no, I'm kind of like, saying this tongue in cheek. I know you're. No, de- like legitimately trying to pack as much of the essentials as we could think of. Being a good host. Trying to be a good host as much as possible. Um, and when that happened, you know, people, they reciprocated, right? But then the other side of it was they never had to ask us for anything. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I didn't. I made my job harder at the beginning of the season, but then easier throughout the rest of the season. Um, so I never had to stop what I was doing. Although, it was always... I don't know how you were. I wasn't a social... I was not very good. I wasn't a social butterfly athletic trainer in when I was in pro, pro ball. Like, I, I kind of just, by my nature, I tend to be like, right, hey, what's yeah. going on? Like... I had a handful of guys that, for some reason, you know, we just happened to click, right? And then, like, we would always talk. Or we'd send each other texts. Hey, you know, let me know if you need anything when you're coming into town. Or, hey, let's grab a beer after the game, whatever, whatever. Um, but it was not everybody. It was it was very few. And sometimes what was nice is it, it gave me a chance to actually even like hear the voice of the other athletic trainer, sure. which was nice. Um, real quick, yeah, go ahead, KJ, Kevin Joyce. If you're going to a, a Nashville Sounds game, that's a, a Brewer affiliate. That's our. That's the Brewers AAA. I know the the athletic trainer, Mr. Jeff Paxson, and then the strength conditioning coach, um, Andrew Emick, is they're, they're awesome, and the games are pretty darn. They're fun. I mean, it's it's the highest level before it's baseball. The, it's not fun. Oh, well, I guess that's true. It's, it's still minor funner league. than actually regular baseball. Have you ever been to a? I know you've been to a milkman game. Have mm-hmm. you ever been to a minor league baseball game? Nope. Just independent. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a Mass Mallards game, but that's independent. independent like summer. Independent league. Yeah, yeah, but no, I've never. I don't think I've. I've never been to Appleton. I've never been to Beloit. I can't think of being out of state going to yeah. another minor league game. No. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah? Yes, really? I have. Uh, Fort Myers, Miracle, and St. Louis. Fort Myers. Yeah. <clears throat> so I went down and caught a couple. The Fort Was Myers, that like that's a, double A for the Twins. Oh, that Red is Sox. double A, huh? Uh, no, actually, you know what? That might be single A. So I remember it was <clears throat> the Fort Myers Miracle. Fort Myers Miracle. Versus the St. Louis Cardinals affiliate, which sure. they were the Cardinals. I forgot what city in Florida they were, though. Yeah, I think are the Cardinals the Brave the Braves are one organization where every one of their teams are called the Braves. The Cardinals, I think, are too. Probably. I think the Cardinals are like that too. Yeah. Minor league real ba- original minor league baseball games are more fun than major league baseball games. I will I will 100%. tell you that every day of the week they they know it's supposed to be fun. They know there's needs to be some entertainment. The only difference is it's more fun the lower you get in the minor leagues because the higher you get the players are a little bit more serious so there there's less and less shenanigans going on um shenanigans unless you're going to a banana hammock 
or what are they? What's the Savannah Bam? Savannah, Savannah bananas. Savannah bananas. Where Dylan will uh, be working. <laughs> which, oh my God, I need to get to one of those games. Yeah. Um. Maybe we should all take a trip Let's down go to Savannah. To Savannah. Right? I mean, it's been three years. It's been three years. Almost we, three years. That's a beautiful city. It really was. It's like like it's really no great. no question why somebody would get married there. Um, yeah, go to a Nashville Sounds game. Live it up. Go cheer on some future Brewers. Yeah. All right, I think that's a fun discussion about why we <clears throat> take so much crap with us. Yeah. So, uh, where do you want to go? You want to go our FMK or you want to go to our Yeah, fat? let's do it. Let's do FMK because okay. it's a surprise to me. Okay. We're going to call this one. Fumk. Kevin, we're going to name this FMK. All right. How do you wipe? <laughs> <laughs> How do you wipe? And that's what we're going to name the podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> How do you wipe? So, we're going to FMK three wiping techniques for your tables. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For the tables, okay. Yeah. All How right. do you wipe? Here we go. All so right. you, I'm going to give you the length of the table. Length of the table, okay. The sh- the width of the table. Width of the table. Or circles. Or circles. All right. You have to F one, marry one, kill one. Oh, shite. Um, How do you wipe? <laughs> uh, let's see here. One's... The length, long, smooth, consistent strokes. Um, the width are going to be more aggressive, shorter, a little faster, a little more like in uh, choppy. Knowing knowing mm-hmm. that you probably realistically mm-hmm. do some sort of hybrid. Um, I do, but I, like I do. this is FMK. We're yeah. putting it to the, the and then circles. Um. Circles to get the coverage sometimes. I mean, sometimes it, you have to you have to wax on and wax off in order to truly get every nook and cranny of that table. So I'm going to... I'm very interested in what the live streamers say here, too. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm going off a of personal experience here. <laughs> of course I'm gonna go off, I'm going to go off personal experience here. Uh, I'm going to kill... I'm going to kill the width of the table. Um, in my experience, the, the short aggressive back and forth, up and down. Um, so you're saying this way, if this is the table, this is the treatment table. If this is the treatment table going like really fast side to side, like from that end of this, I'm going to kill it. Um, in my personal experience. Okay. Um, the table doesn't like that. The table, the table says, you know what? It's a little aggressive. I know you've seen somebody else do that before, but... Do you know that word? What? Emollient? Yeah, what is that? I don't know that word. <laughs> so like I'm a, so stupid. No, that's like a like a Plastic? massage cream. Like oh, or anything, okay. right? right? I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Um, Define emollient. So, in my experience, I got to kill that one. Okay. The nice, long, smooth strokes back and forth the length of the table um i'm definitely i'm gonna marry that one i'm gonna i'm gonna go zen i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna make sure that i'm i'm covering from one end to the other but 
I'm not being too aggressive about it. And then I am going to F the crap out of circles because in my experience, that's where it's at to get the most pleasure. Circles. I mean, coverage of the table. Does that make sense? Okay. Not to me, but... Cocoa butter. I understand your... <laughs> <clears throat> um, Depends on if there's emollient. <laughs> so it might you might need to do a little circle right here, but then like rub it really fast and then a little circle again. Smooth it out. I can't believe your answers. Why? I think they're so wrong. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I went off personal experience. I know, I know. You know the short. The I mean, short, I can tell quick, you up and down. I can tell you exactly how I clean a table, but this this doesn't. <laughs> it, it's a table. combination. Tell me how you clean a table. I'll tell you how I clean a table if you tell me. Yeah, how go you. ahead. Or do you want me to do my answers? Then we'll actually. <laughs> yeah, do your answers. Okay, so I think. Oh, it's Nate. You hear that? That was my hip. I don't know if you heard um, that. Did that come through on the podcast? Because that was loud. No, I don't think it did. So, uh, I'm going to marry the short strokes. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I'm going to, and I, I, I do that because it's most ergonomically friendly. This, call, this calls for some popcorn. It's the most ergonomically friendly. You're just going up and down. Oh. Okay. Do you, you go up and down this way? Across yeah. the table, you don't go to side and like. No, nope. so chop. I tend to stand on the side of my tables. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but you go up and down this way. Yep. All right. And then I'll like shuffle my feet, but I'm still going up and down. So hey. therefore, hey, listen, he uses his whole body. All right, use the whole body. Ergonomic. Ergonomics. Yeah, trying to get a little cardio in here. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to kill the circles. Because I feel like when you do circles, yeah, you are um, just being inefficient in terms of you're probably repeating the same spot a little bit. Like I think if you go side to side or front to back, somewhere Mr. Miyagi is just turning over <laughs> to the grave. Probably, but if you do side to side or front to back, it's kind of like. Um, I know where my line has been. Uh huh. So now I can, like, I'm not, the overlap is less. Well, you know where your line is because everything's wet. Yeah. Okay. But when you do a circle, I think you tend to have a, you have a tendency to overlap by half. I think oh. you're doing twice as much wiping, is what good. I'm going to say. It's good for taping and elastic wrap, but not cleaning a table. That's what I, that's just All how right. I, I interpret it. All right. Overlap by <laughs> half is not the general rule. For, for wiping, <laughs> for, don't overlap your wife. <laughs> so then I'm going to go the length of the table. I'm going to F with that. All right. Because I feel like the long, slow, smooth, uh, you can get into a little bit of a rhythm there. There's something therapeutic about it. A little bit. Um, so it's kind of like when, okay, when do you vacuum? <laughs> yeah. When you vacuum... It's like too much. trying to make sure, or when you look, mow a lawn, like you try to just catch the edges so you're not like mowing the same area twice. That's kind of how I feel about wiping a table. Yeah. I just need to wipe it once. I don't need to like overwipe it. Never overwipe. 
Never over, not not unless you got moist wipes. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. If you got, if you don't have moist wipes, oh. definitely don't over. Lately, like I've been getting, oh. when you get to the bottom of the wipe and it's just oh. all water and it's just like so, like the last wipe, the last wipe, the last mm. five or six wipes, and it's just pure, like you're like wringing them out. Oh, like the Clorox wipes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. You don't you don't use it as a at home, do you? Like for your own personal wiping. Bathroom wiping? Yeah. Or like cleaning like <laughs> kitchen tables and stuff. Those are not meant for personal use, Yeah, Chad. that's true. Okay, so here's how I really wipe a table. I'll yeah, get up to me. it. I'm going to do the edges for I'm going to I'm going to do like the oh, square. I'm hey. going to I'm going to get the outer edges and then I'm going to mm. go widthwise all the way down. So I'm going to go I'm going to start where you are, come all the way down, go up, down, get your edges kind of like you're doing a puzzle. Always get your edges first and then I'm going to go up and down the table, Man. the width-wise. No what wonder, do you do? No wonder everybody's so satisfied around you. Um, <laughs> I I spray heavily. See, we I don't have any spray bottles anymore. Which oh, you yeah okay? Because we just I, like use the wipes like yeah. those just okay. out of the bottle. He's he's pointing at one of those like standard at a gym. Yeah, you know disinfecting wipes that come out of a whatever container. Um. All right. If I was going to use a wipe, mm-hmm. not spray. Well, it doesn't matter because no, even I'm if thinking, you're spraying, no, you're... there's different. There's def- oh, definitely okay. oh, yeah. Because I. So does I, that does that help explain why I did it my way? Because yeah, I'm using those. Hundred percent. Because when I'm using a wipe, and that's my only uh, source of moisture. Yeah, is just the wipe and not a spray bottle. Um. I would I would actually do very similar to you. I would I would hit the edge so that I can bring everything to the center. Okay. Right? And then I'm I'm not necessarily just wasting all of that good moisture just right in the middle. I want I want the whole thing, whole coverage of the whole table. But I wouldn't do with up and down. Why? I would, you I would probably, there. I would probably hit edges. I would probably then do another like rectangle in. just inside. Yep, and then I would probably circle to to fill in. Interesting, but I would definitely edge, and then edge, <laughs> and then circle. Are we putting this on social media? How Absol- do you absolutely? What's we are. your right. and if we do not get some goddamn videos on social media of how you clean your tables. And how you edge your table sounds like a Pornhub search. How do you edge your table? Um, so Nate Nate chimed in. Yeah. Uh, he didn't get to use the promo code because he couldn't get reimbursed unless it was full price. Yeah, that's, that's silly. So, that's how, so silly. How weird is that? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, what was just something just popped up on your on your screen? What was that? Was that your? Was phone? there a thumb? No. What do you it was mean? Like where? Next Here? to the. It was next to the video. Like, what do you, mean? you know, our thumb on top right corner there. It was right there, and it. I think it popped up when you were here. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was almost like another small screen. Oh, that was I weird. Know. I was trying I, to. I, I got distracted. I got distracted trying to figure it out. 
I don't know what it was. Hopefully it wasn't Chad's last search on Google. You know. Probably was. Yeah. Uh, did you read what Nate said about the strokes? Oh. Marry the long strokes, mm. long Marry the long strokes, long, slow strokes. F the fast with what strokes, you know, to finish it every now and then. Kill the circles, no wax on, wax off. Mr. Miyagi is just so pissed off at you guys right now. It's cr- it's ridiculous. Good for defense. Bad. <laughs> what? What? Good for defense? Yeah. Watcha, 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 watcha. <clears throat> um, okay. Have you, have you watched Cobra Kai? No, it's on my to-do. It's just I can't get to everything. I haven't watched it. And there's a reason for that. Let's get to it one second here. So I, we're going to do our, we're going to transition into our fiction athlete trainer here. Fictionals. I just finished Daredevil. It took me, it literally took me like, I would, I shit you not, probably three months, maybe two months to, to watch three seasons of Daredevil. That's not long at all. Is that long? What, I guess you probably saying, three months. That's long? Yeah, I feel like it took me forever. How many episodes were there in a season? Thirteen. Okay. So it's thirty-nine episodes. Yeah, but you're not you don't travel anymore. It's no. different. Yeah, I was literally watching it at work in like little short bursts yeah. and when you when you travel, you can binge like a mother. Yeah. But when you don't travel, it's really tough. So we're gonna Daredevil. Do, we're gonna do Daredevil. Matt. Foggy. Foggy. Karen. Faggy, hey Faggy, and here's the here's the here's the thing I couldn't think of before. You mentioned you were watching Arrow right now. Yep. The word I was thinking of was parkour. Parkour. Who, who's a better parkour? Yeah. Daredevil or Arrow? Oh. Who do you think that? Which actor do you think is a better oh. like athlete? Wow. This is aside from our fictional athletic trainer. This is just comic book talk. So what's the um, so what's a good question? Arrow is Brian. What's his name? Is it Brian? No. The actor's name? Oliver Queen. Oh, I don't know. What's the actor's name? The actor's name? I don't actually. I think I it's know. isn't it Brian something or other. Uh oh no, and so Charlie Cox is Daredevil, the actor. Yeah. Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Ah, I knew that. Dumb. I don't know if I ever looked up his name. <laughs> um, who do you think? Is more athletic between the ah, two, that's really and I think they're both super that's great athletes, but very similar, like instincts. It'd be interesting to see how much of it was was is actual training, and how much of it is just camera and effects and like visual. Oh, do you think like in real life? You're asking me. Yeah. Who? Well, are like the, or, the, or which, the actors or the characters? Both actors. I'm going to give Stephen Amell. I'm going to give him. I've seen some of his training videos. Yeah. Like he's got some like training montages that are like, all right, dude, my wife can't watch this anymore. And yeah, close her eyes. Um, <laughs> it's the only reason we watched Oliver for, or Oliver yeah. arrow for the first, like two seasons. Cause um, he was hot. Oh God. She's like, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We can keep watching this. Uh-huh. Oh, Thor's on next. Yeah. Let's watch that too. <laughs> um, the characters though. Daredevils. The, oh man. I mean, it's just a way more intense show. It's, um, it is more intense. Their arrow is a little more, dare I say, unrealistic, and kind of 
stage fighting. Like when you watch Daredevil, you're you don't think you don't think stage fighting. When you watch Arrow, there's definitely like you can tell. Oh, like you threw that guy because he's already going that direction. Like, uh, eh. and you're fighting with a bow. Um, I'm gonna give the edge to Daredevil. Character wise, character wise, like superhero wise, I'm gonna give the edge to Daredevil. Sure, he's with his heightened senses because he lost one. Um, he's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, but funny, funny you say it, the last episode I saw. Um, do you remember Roy Har- Harper from the basketball NBA player? <laughs> no, not Ron Harper, Roy Harper, who Roy, Roy, Roy. he like he ends Is that up a character in yeah. in Arrow. Yeah. Roy Harper. Roy Harper. He ends up like dating Thea. And he shoots Roy. He, he basically Roy, Roy. he's basically Red Arrow. Theo. Oh, sorry. Thea, Thea was his the younger. Uh-huh. Okay. So then Roy was the guy that lived in the shack. Kind of lived off he lived by himself. He was from like the really bad part of town. Yeah. And he was, yeah. he started like being. Is that season own... like three, four, five? Yeah. Early. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, even yeah. actually, maybe even like two, two, three. And then, okay. And but he, he, would, he, he comes was, back. He, he comes was back. wearing the red. Red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Red I do hood. remember him. I think they actually, I think he's called the Red Hood. Um, they so, actually just in the last episode I watched, they're like, they were talking about how he's really good at parkour. Oh. And, like, they needed him to do that. Oh, interesting. So they pointed out Green Arrow is not as good as somebody else that is red. And so I'm going Daredevil because he's red. Okay. The hallway one-shot Is anybody, is anybody still... Like the second episode of Daredevil... Are they still listening? What do you got? I don't remember which one he's talking about, but I, I mean, Daredevil 1, it's like one of the most violent it's almost it's it's kind of like titans in terms of violence just like they'll they'll get aggressive yeah uh season one of daredevil rivals i would say any any superhero tv show of oh, all time season two you with the punisher yeah. those two guys got their asses kicked every show i've never seen anybody take beatings like the punisher blood. and daredevil yeah Incredible. And that dude's a good Punisher, too. <clears throat> yeah. Where else is he from? Oh, uh, Walking Dead. Oh, nice. Another zombie show I'll never watch. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so let's talk Foggy, Karen, and Matt Murdock here. Oh, that's what we're doing? Who would make the All best right. athletic trainer? Uh... You know, it it would be easy to say, "Oh, Daredevil's blind," but man, those other senses—he could oh. do. He, there's nothing he couldn't do. No, he—he's a completely normal functioning human. He is better. He's actually. I'm sorry. He's not a normal functioning human. He's a superhuman functioning human. Like he's way better than any of us at anything. Hi. Um, nice folks here in Milwaukee, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> um, he could do anything any of us athletic trainers can do and then some now his personality though he's smart he's really smart I mean, he's a lawyer like matt murdoch's side really yeah. sharp guy very sharp. observant here's the thing 
you can't disappear for weeks on end. Yeah. Or nights on end. And that's that that's where that's where I was getting to. Like he it imagine, imagine imagine no longer going to your team because and just put, we'll put this in a, a scenario. Like you're you're in the middle of basketball season and you just disappear because you're trying to find the reason why all of your basketball players have plantar fasciitis and you just disappear for like two weeks and then you come back with the answer, but you disappeared for two weeks. I don't think I, that can't, I, that can't be an athletic trainer. Right. Okay. That's part of, that's part but of it. Man, those not. skills, his one is the, the best under pressure. Oh, Two, he's. I mean, he can hear the hand-eye coordination. Oh my God, he, he could can hear, hear heartbeats. Could you, he can hear. He can ligaments, hear, ACLs, all that stuff. He would be able to hear where you're probably having like disruption of like circulation, like and so yeah. there's like extra fluid or like inflammation or something going on. He could hear that. So there's there's some sensory things that could really benefit an athletic trainer. But the personality sometimes. Mm. Just getting him to show up for work. Just. And without being bloody. Without. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, universal precaution is probably not his best, <laughs> strongest skill. All right. So he's got he's got a lot of positives. He's got so, He's got a big downfall. He's got really big positives and a big downfall. There's no middle ground with Matt Murdock no. slash Daredevil. No. Okay, what about Foggy Nelson? He's very dedicated to figuring out the problem, though. Um, foggy. Foggy. Oh. Not as good under pressure. No, he, he's not. Very loyal. I mean, he's the, he's the complete opposite of Daredevil. He gets better under pressure, though, right? If I'm remembering correctly throughout the seasons. Like a little... He got, he got a haircut <laughs> in season he gets, three. He gets a little more like... Well, I should say he gets a little more... Like gumption, he's got a little, a little bit little more, more assertive. Yeah, right. But so he's he's the reliable one of the group. He's the um, the most polished. He's the the best in terms of. He's the most thoughtful one. Most yes, but he is probably the least skilled. Yeah, I think he's like the inverse of Daredevil. He is. He is he is one hundred percent the inverse. He doesn't have the skills, but he has the. I put the time in to learn, and I'm there, right? I'm there for you. But maybe, maybe I'm not the the best at what I'm doing right so now. So, but I'm there. I've had this thought for a while. Is is he the best sidekick ever? Is he the best number two? Is he your favorite number two? He's not my favorite number two. Like, in terms of, like, Mount Rushmore of sidekicks. Mount Rushmore of sidekicks? I mean, where, where, whatever you want to say. Like, mm. we've had some discussions on sidekicks. He's a good one, just because he is such the inverse. Like, Robin... But then, okay, then to me, like if if I was gonna have a Mount Rushmore of Robin, Robin is just Batman light with different it's issues. Great. I know, but it's it's great. 
But he also gets his ass kicked all the time. It's okay. I don't know. Wong? Wong is good. Wong is maybe the best sidekick ever. Wong's really good. He's a really good sidekick. I would have to put Foggy Nelson up there. Foggy, Foggy probably one of the most popular. What about Jarvis? I don't consider. I I don't (laughs) consider Jarvis. And then like it's probably like Ned (laughs) from Spider Man. You know, like yeah, it's tough. Ned is pretty. I haven't seen the latest Spider Man, and I know. Yeah, that's whatever. I mean, maybe Wasp. Oh, Wasp. Interesting. Anyways, is, is, that's a that's a Wasp, whole different. Is Wasp really the the sidekick though? I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, I think Foggy is personality wise, he's going to be the best. He's going to get along with the athletes the best. He's gonna he's going to be the he's father there. figure. He's he's there. He's going to make sure that you're taken care of. He does things by the book, which I, I don't know if that's a pro or a con. There's very little wiggle room. Like right is right, wrong is wrong, and that's the whole thing. Daredevil. I guarantee he's the one that's he's putting in hours. He's putting on ice. Mm. He's putting everybody in ice because it's following the rules. Maybe. Maybe. That's quite possible. Karen. Karen Page. She's she's that middle person. She's cool. gotten her hands dirty. She's gotten oh, yeah. her hands dirtier than either of the other two. Mm-hmm. Um she she's very observant, very sharp, very you know. ruthless, very mm-hmm. Um, she's she's a risk taker. That's I think that that's what I was trying to figure out is that she's the one that's gonna she's gonna push the envelope. Yeah, right. She's gonna be the one that says, "I understand. I'm gonna go with my instinct here, and I we're gonna we're gonna do these exercises because I think this is what's right for you right now, not." Uh, I don't know, like, that's not really what the research says. And you know what? I don't, like, you're not supposed to do that exercise until you're eight weeks post-op. Like, she's going to say, no, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm yeah. feeling it. Let's go for Let's it. Let's go for it. And she's going to be the one that shows everybody that you can do things based on the athlete or the, the patient's needs and not necessarily the research of where it's at. Foggy's not def- Foggy's not doing that. Nope. And Daredevil is off trying to learn what the newest exercise is because <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> Ooh, Karen. I like Karen. So I like Karen so a lot she stood right up, now. So she stood up in Ooh. some situations. She kind of, I don't know, it's really interesting because she she would stand up in those like high intense situations. She'd stand up for herself. And then as soon as she walked away, you could tell the adrenaline would wear off and she got super like... Mm. Oh my God! What just happened? Um, <laughs> I don't know. My brain went immediately to uh, old school when Will Ferrell is like talking about drink dart. No, <laughs> when, they're, when they're doing the when they're doing the debate. Oh, is that old school? Yeah, it's old school. Yeah, and they're doing the debate, and <laughs> every everything you have said. Has just made everybody here a little more dumb. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I. And he's because he he like I just black tranced. Out. Yeah. Um. Karen, you're right though. All of a sudden, she gets out of the situation, and she's the one that's like, "Holy crap!" Like yeah. I didn't know all this adrenaline was going on. 
she sometimes she's too much of a risk taker. Right? I agree. Som- sometimes she's she crosses the line clearly. Um if you don't know, watch the show. Uh who's okay, who's your so pick? So that's it. Who's your pick? I need I this need This is it. really tough. I really like I thought all three characters were pretty good. I really like the show quite a bit. Vampire. No doubt in my mind though. I'm gonna go with the upside. You go on the upside. I'm going Daredevil. Okay. I'm going Murdoch. I think some of the like the hearing, the listening, like all those skills, like the hands-on you always, skills. You always go with. I always go with personality, and this time I'm not. No, you always say you go with personality, but you go with you go with a skill. You're always like you, the ability to heal, the ability to heal. Come on, I, I swear you do it all the time. You counter, you contradict yourself. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm gonna. I don't want to pick Daredevil because you picked Daredevil. I want to pick Daredevil. I thought you were going Karen Page all the way, actually. Well, that's because I like pushing the envelope. Yeah. But I think Daredevil... You agree with me. It's okay to agree with me. I know it is. It is Daredevil. I'm going Daredevil. Oh. Go on, I'm going to circle it. Here. Daredevil? Yeah, Matt. Matt Murdock. So- so old school, he blacked out. He had a brilliant answer. Billy Madison's the one where he said, I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. That's the one where he like, Oh, Billy Madison. You combine the two. Did I? Yeah. I have been watching a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Did you see he's got a new one coming out? Yeah. It looks I, weird. It looks weird, but I'm intrigued. Like the Spain. Yeah. Basketball player. Yeah. Like, Hey, found, I found like the hidden gem. The Spain version of Giannis. <laughs> The guy, I looked him up. I was like, is this a professional basketball player or what? I have no yeah, idea. I don't know. So, no all right, so we're both saying Daredevil. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what the live streamers say here. But, um, man, I think that's going to make for a good... Well, uh, good point, Nate. Way to bring that up now. You can tell when the athletes um, are lying you, by you listening tell to their heart rate. Jeez. <laughs> can clue in on heart rate, sweat, perspiration. You don't even need to buy fancy, like... Heart rate variability machine. You just have him listen. Nope. Oh, he's peeking. Coach, you got to get him out. He's about to get hurt. It's true, though. It's really true. And everything's like, he can't see it, truly. But it's like a mathematical equation going on. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All right. All right. All right. I think that's everything other than our feature topic. We're not doing a friend or foe tonight. So. All right. Let's do it. Leave it to Nate to come halfway through the show and just take over. Crush it. Just crush it. Yeah. So, um, what? For our feature what? topic tonight, we were, we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, there was a tweet out there about what's the most underappreciated profession in sports. And obviously, we know that's us. And we were talking about it. We want to know what the other professions, because we always talk about how people don't recognize us and how much we deserve and don't get recognized. Yeah. But we got to realize that there are other professions out there too that are in the same situation as us. So we want to recognize them here on our show. And maybe we can do a compare and contrast. So 
do you got anything off the top of your head that you're thinking like a profession where you're like, oh my God, these people probably deserve a month like we have in National Athletic Training Month? It's true. I wonder if they I wonder if they do. I wonder if enough professions actually try to And this doesn't have to promote, be just sports. Promote their profession. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think going to the sports level, um not I mean, most athletic trainers work in sports. But most of my career has been sports. Um and very intimate like professional sports. But one hundred percent most people will call them like equipment managers, mm-hmm. but we had, they were clubhouse people, right? Clubhouse attendants. Um, in every sport, you know, they just have a, they have a different title, but the people that do all of the goddamn grunt work for all of the players that has nothing to do with health, we'll say that. But then even like it, it crosses over. I remember when we were revamping basically trying to catch up to OSHA standards and trying to catch up to you know even just the idea of is the laundry really getting that clean do we really know if the laundry is getting that clean <laughs> like the clubhouse attendants the equipment managers and the like they they took on a lot of that responsibility so that uh, athletes could be honestly healthier and safe, right? Um, I think in our clubhouse, they got the recognition, like financially, at, like yeah, like at in the at, at the end, right? Um, I want to say I know in the clubhouse that I was in, the people that. The athletes that are there now are very appreciative of those people. But in my world, they were there before I was, and that was early, and they were there after I was, which was late. And so they were clocking in hours that were beyond even the athletic trainers. And so I think that's the that's the first group that comes to mind, and, and that's – Directly from that profession. Um, what do you got? The first one I thought of. Um, that just get pooped on all the time and probably just a thankless job. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is flight attendants. Very much so. Like, tell me a, tell me a time where you, you heard somebody go, wow, that was a really good flight attendant. I've said it to my wife. Really? Oh, yeah. But, like, just in but general, all, you just think of the... But I think that's being an athletic trainer, The, too. the screaming and the bitching and the, nothing can be ever good enough. Ugh. So that's... When I when I thought of this, I was like, what are the thankless professions? Not to mention the last... I mean, the COVID era yeah. of being a flight attendant has had to have been awful. Awful. Constantly telling people to put their mask on or constantly... Like, not... and Or... Take the reverse of that. Not being able to do your job. Not being able to walk up and down the aisles and talk to people. Not being able to walk up and down the aisles and, oh, you need something that, like, I'm here for? Let me provide that for you. They haven't been able to do that until recently. And I know, I mean, I know a flight attendant personally 
And she said, it sucks. I believe it. Like, yes, it's kind of nice to just sit on your ass and fly on a plane all day, the whole time. I don't know. But at the same time, you're not doing a job. Like, there is, there's, there's times when you're just like, oh, God, if I could just sit down and not do anything, it'd be great. But ultimately, what you want to do and what you signed up for is to do a job. Oh. And you want to do it. You need right? another glass of fucking water? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here, let me hand you this hot coffee while the turbulence is going on, you know? like Man. I actually have a, I have a patient who was a flight attendant or is a flight attendant. Um, she's ha- She has this, like, long-term injury because a cart, like, the brake on it broke loose, and it came flying down the aisle at her, and she was facing the other way. And it, like, took out her lower leg. Jesus. And basically, like, it created nerve damage in her lower leg. And so she's just, like, constantly getting treatment to, yeah. like, try and get that to come back. Little things you don't think yeah. about. You got another one? Um, I mean, we talk about it all the time because we both experience it. But the, the service industry, right? Mm, I was just um, thinking about that. Servers, for sure. We, like, I remember talking. So... I worked in a very fancy restaurant throughout college. And luckily, the owner of that restaurant was very in tune with what it took to be a restaurant. Because he had worked, he himself had, he had started from doing nothing, like just working the very base job at a restaurant all the way up to creating a, basically a, a fancy restaurant empire. But dishwashers. Right. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't have clean dishes, you can't serve food on them. No. Right. And then if you don't have actually a sparkling clean dish, you you will you will get that food sent back. It doesn't matter how good of a steak you put on that plate. If there's some like old, like dried something on the corner, somebody's gonna say. I'm never coming back here again because why like they don't even clean their dishes. I don't care how good the steak is. I don't care how good the chicken is. They don't clean. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Um always just look at the forks and knives. Yeah. Super underappreciated people. Yeah. And I like um That's a really good not, one. That's not to really mention they're usually they're all F and Day. I every dishwasher I knew in the restaurants I worked in, they were there. It, it was like, Hey, I'm here for the day shift. And then I, you're, you're still here when I'm leaving. And then, um, Holy crap. Like I, I talked to my buddy and Oh, you're still there. You're like 14, 16 hour days. Yeah. Just nonstop. Firefighters. Firefighters. <clears throat> here's the, here's the thing about Firefighters. Hopefully, most of their job is goddamn boring. Hopefully, right? You know, oh, I was going. You were you, you were ever, talking about do servers. You, do you want to run into a burning building? No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> or do you want to deal with people that have passed out in the middle of their yeah. living room? No, I think that's that's the forgotten part of firefighters. Is they are usually the first ones on a scene, even before a lot of like even paramedics. Yeah, they are usually the first ones there. Um, and they do, I saw, there was, so we have a very large lake right that way. 
um, there were at bare minimum five fire trucks down at the lake. And I was like, that's not a good sign. That means somebody's in the lake. Yeah. I'm going to go back to servers for a second. Yeah, go for it. What a strange profession where you get, I mean, I guess maybe not. Like, I always thought when it comes to service, like you bust your tail as a server and then somebody just decides, ah, I'm going to give you X percent. (laughs) I wish there was a way, just pay your server up front and then they'll give you, like, you want to give me 15%? I'll give you 15% effort. Like if you say, "Hey, I'm going to tip you twenty percent oh. of the bill oh, ahead of time," like give you say the tip that ahead of time, give the tip ahead of time, and then make the that. server like some people try that. Like you could work so hard and then just get stiffed. Yep. Or you could work really hard and get the best tip of your life. Yeah, I just, it is. Sometimes it'd be interesting to say how it would um, change your service if you actually paid them ahead of time. I think it could change the service. What I do think it would do is create a profession of you need to learn in that world. There's a, there's a re, there are people, there are people, plenty of people in this world that have made a career out of being in the service industry. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I almost was one of them for the most part, but you also got to yeah. managerial status where you weren't getting tips, right? Sure. When you're getting tipped in that situation, I think there's value in, I just worked my ass off and I didn't get a 25% tip, right? I think there's value in the idea that I still I still need to provide good service to humans no matter what is coming on the other end of it. Yeah. Because ultimately what's going to happen is you will be rewarded for that and throughout your career. Yeah. It, for sure. I don't I don't know what I mean you will. So don't don't think you have to get everything up front and then you'll do a good job. Because if you always think that, I guarantee you're going to start slacking your ass off. I, I promise you. Yeah, probably. All right, let's do one more each. One more each. Um, trying to think of somebody like outside of outside of the sports world. And I will say that a, a lot of the live streamers are saying hmm. sports information directors, and I, I agree, and I know our friend Tim, who jumps on the show every once in a while, is an SID. I do think that they are very underappreciated. They do a lot. Yeah. They do a lot. They, and I, th- I think they do more than they like the, really need to. Yeah. Particularly like, in the, like the college level. Especially like, like the ones that know, like... While an event's going on, they know what the record is. Like for a track athlete, like, oh, the, the 200 yeah. is this record. Like they don't have to yeah. look it up. They know something special is happening right now. This might break the school record or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they're that invested in the programs and the sports and all that. So I, I think it can be really cool. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. You know what? My, my brain goes here. Anybody that answers a phone for any kind of office or like service. And my my head goes there because when you only answer the phone but you don't provide the service, it's really difficult 
to deal with humans that are asking you to provide all of the answers or they expect you to have the ear of say I'm first thing I think of say you're in your clinic mm-hmm. right that the doctor is just standing right there and the doctor could have answered the phone but somebody else answered the phone and they can just turn to their left and say oh you know Karen is actually asking about whether or not her you know is her knee brace going to be here tomorrow or Thursday they have to triage all the time in different like scenarios mm-hmm. not only what is the right care for you but also I need to triage you being upset because you're probably in pain. You need something. Something's broken. Something's wrong. Something was overpaid. Something was whatever. I think, and I hate answering a phone. Do you? I hate answering phones. Most of the people at our clinic do too. I Because it's going to be a problem. Exactly. It's just a problem you have to fix. And I think Kevin's a big fan of Pam Beasley. <laughs> yeah. Love Pam. Pam. Pan. Pam. Pan. Pam. We're asking Pam. the damn questions around here. Um anybody answering a phone. Just just oh God bless you. What do you got? I'm gonna my last one's gonna be very kind of similar to your um your restaurant one, your dishwasher one, but I think janitors. The people that clean the facilities. Absolutely. Nobody ever thinks about it unless it's done poorly. Yeah. Like some of the hardest working people. Oh, gotcha. Um, you know, pushing brooms, mopping, cleaning up puke, uh, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, doing doing the yard, the landscaping outside of a building, whatever it might be. I think we forget to thank those people. Mm-hmm. I think one of the coolest things... I've ever been involved uh, in athletics. Um, So when it comes in terms of best coaches I've ever seen, Mm -hmm. there was a guy that was at um, our college a couple years ago, and he was only there one year. He was the head coach of the basketball team, and um, he had some success on the court. Uh, his name was Laval Jordan. He ended up going to Butler, where he had a little bit of success. And then he, I think he actually just, those last couple of years, had some down years. And I think he might not even be at Butler anymore. I'm not even 100% sure. But, and I've read this before in some very, um, some interesting business books. Mm-hmm. You know, where you hear the best interview question that you can ask someone is, <clears throat> what was the janitor's name at your last position? And you get a real feel for, Am I getting a people person here? And I remember watching Laval Jordan, who was the Division One men's basketball coach, learn every single janitor's name at our in our mm-hmm. our uh, sport complex, and address them by his first name. And hey, John, how you doing? Or whatever, whatever their name was. Yep. That's when you know you give a shit about people. Yeah. When the people below you, quote unquote, below you, which is a bunch of baloney, if you know who they are. The more I think about life and our hierarchy here in America, I think the Egyptians got it right. You build the pyramids with the base. And I feel like we have lost that. 
administrators want to spend so much time thinking about upper and mid management uh, and all the decision makers at the top, and we lose the the people at the bottom of the pyramid. Those are the most important ones. So couldn't agree more. Uh, I like that. So, anyways, there's my something. rant's over. I think. Uh, what is the Bruce Almighty, right? I've seen it. I don't remember it too much. That's the one. Do you remember? So that's where. With Jim, the Ark? Yeah, Jim Carrey builds the Ark at the end. No, no, no. Oh, is that Steve Carell? That's Steve Carell. Bruce Almighty is Jim Carrey, but um, Morgan Freeman is oh, God, God. Yeah. right? And he makes him like mop, right? Like he's. Um, there's something therapeutic about understanding what it means to mop a floor. Maybe even if it's a clean floor, right? Go ahead and mop the entire floor. I guarantee some things, some little things that are going on in your head and maybe some stressors are going to nicely go away because you know what you did? You just got in touch with that base. You just got yeah. in touch with what what needs to happen in order to keep your facility clean so that you can actually just treat humans. And then what you can do is coach athletes to their fullest potential. It's a good one. That was a really yeah. good one. So, hey, what do you think? I'm sure this? there's a ton of them out there, and um, maybe we'll talk about them another time. So, love it. Hey, how do you wipe? <laughs> front to back, back to front, you know, whatever. Low key, um, I've been told I wiped the wrong way, and I actually do it probably, I'm in the 1%. You're a one percenter, huh? Yeah. Look at you. One percent wiper. Look at, look at you, athletic trainer, one percenter. I tried to switch um, one of my athletes, and he said he tried it. He said he felt so strange. <laughs> he felt so strange? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, you know what? On that note, thank you, <laughs> thank you Healthy Roster, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're crashing. <laughs> crashing and burning in the show. It's great. Uh, thanks, Smart Tools. Thanks, MedBridge. Thanks, uh, got master dry needling, all of the above. Um, couldn't do this podcast without you. Thanks for the support. Thank you to all of our members. If you haven't gotten a membership yet, head over to CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Go click over to like you know, like members and like try to sign up for something. Right? Get yourself a discount in the store. Get a cool shirt like this. Get a cool shirt like this. Get a cool hat. Oh, I don't have my hat on. I, have my I took mine off, and he took his off. Um, hopefully we, all, we see everybody at NATA he is definitely going to be there that is Chad I hope to be there if I don't have a kid popping out um, and it's you know coming what? it's coming oh my god but either way can't wait to see everybody in person very soon CanadaAthleticTraining.com is our website get yourself a membership get all those special promo codes and we'll see you all soon Bye. Bye.